Hello and welcome to Conversations with Kim Creighton, home for real talk with real experts about real issues impacting real people. Conversations with Kim Creighton is a themed special series podcast and season one is Tech's Looming Threats. Chris Gillier and my role is a fellow for the a Just Tech Fellow for the Social Science Research Council. What is Just Tech Fellow? Uh, this is, we're part, I'm part of the inaugural cohort of um, of the SSRC's uh, fellowship uh, series. Uh, it's me and I think six other people. And it's, it's mm -hmm. just a, it's a two-year fellowship that uh, they develop to basically just give um, people time to um, work on projects uh so it's fully funded so i'm i'm uh on leave from from teaching oh um, okay so you so you're not at the no, uh, community no, college I right now. i haven't okay. taught a class in in eight months um yeah oh, wow I won't for another you know i mean ideally for a long long time but the fellowship yeah, is two yeah, years yeah. um so okay. yeah well, i'm part of the inaugural cohort um but i think that that the the threat is similar from uh, a variety of positions which is i think that the you know the tech uh bros and powers that be have um i think there's they're they're really uh poised to like make a backlash right like see that with the layoffs with the real um pushback against worker power you know against um, these claims about all the stuff that AI is going to do to take people's jobs, like all this stuff. Um, I mean, I, you know, I talk about this stuff all the time, but like I joke about it, but I actually think it's a really serious threat um, to uh, any kind of like progressive notion of what society should look like. Um, so what is define it? Um, the The consolidation of power by these folks and their like deep hatred of democracy of like civil society of like you know worker organizing all of that um i mean okay. so like a a a example would just be you know like a, a example kind of um very close to us it would be like musk taking over twitter right okay talk about that so like why, why do you see that as a threat so i think a byproduct of that is has been the disruption and, and splintering of all the communities that had um, built up some measure of voice and power on there um and you know like i'm not unaware of it, the platform's flaws um mm -hmm. but i think that it has been very valuable in a lot of ways um and i think you know, without kind of labeling it some kind of conspiracy, but I think it's like part of the ways in which like the super rich and the tech, uh, you know, investor class have been like pushing back against people who they think are kind of uppity and have, you know, had some kind of voice. Um, Would you consider, because I want to tease out the word, use conspiracy. Would you consider it a conspiracy or conspiratorial if 
what you're seeing is actually reality? Well, um, so and it, and forgive me because I'm a researcher, you're a yeah. researcher, I'm trying to keep my face. Yeah, so yeah. So <laughs> one of the things is, um, I, I, I wonder sometimes about how intentional some of these things are, you know, and so in some ways it's, it's pointless to speculate on that, like, because you can't, um, it's, it's often impossible to know. Um, but like, whether or not he bought it with the purpose of dismantling it, that was always what was going to happen from the second he bought it. Um, like, that's why I stopped like the day he, the purchase went through. That's why I stopped. It's like, you know, I don't have a crystal ball, but I knew exactly what was going to happen. Like, all the racists and trolls and, you know, uh, grifters would have the um, gates, you know, the welcome mat laid out to them. Like, every, everything that's, you know, it become less and less secure, um, you know, more flawed. Like, and I'm not the only one. Like, all that stuff was obvious. Um, so, um so I the reason I sort of like kind of put um pause on the like conspiracy like aspect of it is like that that specific example, I don't know I can't speak the intentionality of it. Um some other ones like I think for sure are. You know, like well, the, I, like, I like the layoffs, be, I, for instance. Oh yeah, exactly. and so that's why I wanted to te because when we talk about conspiracy, people think QAnon and this is not when you're so that's why I wanted to tease out the word conspiracy here, yeah. because just because you don't understand the intentionality behind it, when you saw patterns, you saw you could predict a result, mm -hmm. which is not a conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. And people forget, right? Like, um, for a long time, all the tech companies had gotten done, done backroom deals to prevent the workers from um, organizing and getting better wages, right? You know, led by Steve Jobs, right? <laughs> like, it was like, oh, don't hire my engineers. Like, don't offer them more than I'm paying them, you know? Like, and that, this is documented, right? <laughs> like, um, so, like, I mean, these layoffs are, by and large, not about, um, not that these companies are losing money or that the layoffs are going to, like, um, solve their financial problems. I mean, I think there are a good deal of them. It's about, um, you know, pushbacks against worker power, you know. So, yeah, it's about resetting. Yeah. Yeah. And the reset button. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. So, what do you think um, in your role to so the things you see are looming threats? What challenges do you see with addressing those threats? Um, I mean, right in the, in the role I'm in now, I have uh, quite a bit of freedom. Um, so I am not restricted on what I can say, who I can say it to, um, what I can't say, anything like that. Um, I do think that there's uh, some limits in terms of like platforming, you know, like uh, I run up against that problem when I'm pitching certain essays and articles and things like that, um, there's, you know, uh, third rails kind of people don't want to, like publications don't want to touch and stuff like that. Or um, one one editor said to me when I, I pitched a, a topic said that they would be borrowing trouble to to print something about that. Um, so I think that's an issue. Um, so even getting 
your perspective out there yeah is uh, a challenge yeah just just having salient conversations about these topics mm -hmm. is a challenge yeah let alone trying to solve them just having a conversation about them is a challenge yeah yeah mm -hmm. um okay. but I, you know i think it's it's what it kind of always is i mean we're up against very powerful individuals and institutions who have the money you know like control a lot of the uh um uh channels by which people discuss things and work them out and you know seek solutions um so in that regard i don't think it's changed um you know i'm right now i'm in a, a slightly more liberated stance than i would be if i were at the college but so what problems should the next generation of technologists be working on oof um i mean i think that the entire structure of how tech tech products and initiatives get funded is a disaster and needs to be you know completely can dismantled you, um right. can you uh, yeah. expound on that well i think because you know i mean my my joke right every future imagined by a tech company is worse than the previous iteration uh it's not sad that that's a fucking joke it's that's not, not false <laughs> i mean you know um I, i'll send you a t-shirt if you want one i, I had it on. um because i mean we're living it right now with all this chat gpt bullshit um mm. that the use case for so many of these things um the use case even the most heightened use case is a, is destructive to a variety of communities you know and and is the result of of stolen um ip and creative you know and creative um endeavors so like you know all this stuff with generative ai um say that again all this stuff with generative ai Generate is it yeah. generative? Oh, yeah. yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what is what, oh, stop? What is generative? Yeah, AI? that's like uh stable diffusion, like the art generated, um, you know, the art, the a the artificial intelligence that yeah. um generates art, you know, chat GPT and all mm -hmm. the, and other large language models which produce you know text um that mimics um the humans, yeah. Um, <laughs> those are projects the the even the best use cases are um at their core very destructive in my opinion, so you know and if i if i and i'm want to make sure i'm giving back to what you just said yeah. what you're saying is just because we can doesn't mean we should yeah and like you know we saw it with crypto and with uh um oh what are those things uh nfts nfts yes thank you right <laughs> Like they're just, you know, they're just pyramid schemes ultimately to further enrich the VC class, right? Like they don't, they're not like good ideas, you know, mm -hmm. like they don't have, they don't move us forward in any significant way, but you know, there's a, a host of people who make. And there's a host of FOMO that goes yeah, into that too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because folks feel like they're missing out without 
and they don't give it the long tail to see what yeah. the 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 potential unintended consequences could be. Mm -hmm. And the, you know, to their credit, um, I mean, in a sinister way, right? I think some of these companies and some of these people have done a better job at pretending that these things are good for, you know, like the whole like, uh, you know, black people and you know, crypto's good for black people thing, right? And we like... got shit on, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. I just did a I yeah. just did a talk about generational wealth um, last Wednesday, and and I and it was for the first time I've spoken in front of black people because you know my audience isn't black, and it was a black millennials, and just to break it down, like we are the least likely to be in the stock market because we know that's a scam, but we're the most, we're over indexed in crypto yeah, yeah. because of the generational wealth. Mm -hmm. um, and we invested without understanding or asking the questions, if there's value here, where's the value coming from? And right. the value in this crypto blockchain NFTs all came from fees. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, like, that whole mechanism by which, uh, you know, a small number of companies or already enriched people make all the decisions about what tech enters the public sphere, you know? And what gets funded, yeah. what gets focused on, what exactly. gets reported on, what gets researched. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think is tremendously harmful to society. And I really saw that with the Timnit situation when you see that these brilliant black women are putting themselves in very toxic situations because that's who pays. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's who furthers, gives them the resources to have research. And yet that research gets to stay in those places. It does not get disseminated to the general public, but we can't expect these folks who have, I don't even have a doctorate now, but I have almost $500,000 in student loans. I'm like, what? I didn't even finish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and it's that I got to eat because they coming after me for these student loan payments. Um, And I have all this knowledge. But as you were, as you say, it's not collective. I don't get to I don't get to. I'm going to make up a word, collectivize it. I don't get mm -hmm. to communitize it. I don't get to do any of that. It becomes the priority, I mean, the property, the intellectual property of a company who then gets to decide, as you said, amongst a very elite small group of how it's used and how it's used is impacting everybody else. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Exactly. This is why this is why I don't um and I really want you to get back to the question about what this next generation needs to be thinking about. Yeah. What they need to be working on. But it really gets me to why <clears throat> I had to shut down cause a scene. Um because it's not broken. <laughs> and causing a scene uh, it worked. I got a lot of attention. I, my income was great when I was causing a scene. When I stopped causing a scene, dwindled. Yeah. Because so many people like performing and not performing. <laughs> they like when I was calling people out without understanding the emotional and physical impact that was taking on me mm -hmm. to do that. Mm -hmm. 
and they can sit back on the side and quote, tweet, and tweet, and like while we're in the battle. <laughs> um, and they're sitting on the side eating popcorn. Right, right. Um, and that is when I said also why I had to redefine what anti-racism meant to me. Because I was like, I really, I know this is my work for my life, but I refuse to have to focus on be against, fight against white supremacy and anti-blackness my whole life. I'm not. That is just not my nature. I'm a happy, jovial person, optimistic. That is depressing. That is always looking for, because you can talk about Twitter. Prepare myself mentally to get on Twitter, even though it was very helpful. It was I, That's where I met you. Mm -hmm. exactly. It was a, it's like you had to put on your psychological armor of God yeah, yeah. to go out into these, the battlefield, yeah, right? Yeah. And and um, <clears throat> it's it's so for me, that's why I had to redefine what does what would anti-racism look like if there was no white supremacy and anti-blackness. So that's why I moved to supremacy, free coercion, free discrimination, free and exploitation free. I don't need you. I'm not going to convince, convert or debate you. Either you want believe that this is something that you value or you don't. And you can stay, you got enough if you don't. You got a whole fucking world out there to play with. The folks who do, we're going to build some other things. Yeah. And that's how profit without oppression kind of, because when uh, you and I had our, that was when I first was coming up with the idea, but it was still new. It was, I was still doing cause of scene. It took the pandemic for me to say, to like, to me, for me to see, and then come, we're coming out in 2021 and seeing how people like, yeah, okay. White guilt paid me well, but as I said, told people at the time, hold on to that money because these white people going to get distracted because it ain't about them. They're they going to realize at some point, oh, I, I don't have to do this. This ain't my life. And how do we move forward? Yeah. And so for me, it is moving forward with an understanding that I'm willing to have any conversation with anybody as long as it's rooted in supremacy, free coercion, free discrimination, free and exploitation, free. If it's not, you can buy. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. 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 But I can tell you financially, it's been a problem. Mm -hmm. Because again, you get to see how people thrive off the chaos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they feel if I throw her a few pennies here, they're doing something. But when we're being proactive, when we're being positive, when we're being hopeful and optimistic, and the fight and the and the and the we're not interested in the reality show anymore, then they turn they turn the station. Yeah. 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 And we're seeing it everywhere. I mean, I, I agree with you. It's, that's why I wanted to ask you about the conspiracy because it's not a conspiracy. It's deliberate. Mm -hmm. These folks are why. <clears throat> I do believe he thought he knew what the fuck he was doing. Really? Because, so yeah, I do. So yeah, I do. say more. Because like, because, yeah, please, please say no, more. I believe so because he is. You have to think about again. I I, I think at a level higher than most people because I'm looking at all kinds of stuff where people are in their specialties. I'm I'm a generalist, right? Yeah. You take into account white boy, South uh, come from South Africa, where uh, where blackness was actually illegal in my lifetime. 
come from two parents who I don't know about the the emerald mind stuff, but just the fact that that is a part of your your legacy, mm-hmm. whether you acknowledge it or not. No, ain't nobody gonna say that about me. So the fact that you even have that as a rumor, yeah, yeah, um, is problematic. How his father behaves, mm-hmm. yep. How his mother behaves, mm-hmm. and then you sit and then you look at. This is why I never want to hear Kara Swisher ever again. I don't ever give a fuck oh. about anything oh, she has God. to say. Yeah. Um, because y'all have allowed this. You have helped. You have been the de facto PR for this man mm-hmm. for years. Yeah, yeah. And now that he his public persona does not match his private or what you have been promoting, now all of a sudden y'all. <laughs> but so, but so I yeah. Back, mm-hmm. And I look back and I look at not one of these companies has he started. Mm-hmm. Yep. He bought his way into yeah. even PayPal. Yeah. And yeah. they got rid of his ass. <laughs> right. Um, because I was a believer when I was buying the the hype yeah. until I got in the tech and started like, wait, whoa, whoa, yeah, this backstory is fucking privilege upon privilege upon privilege. Mm-hmm. So I do believe he thought he knew because just how he talks, how you see how people used to work there and talk about, he thinks that tech is one thing and he knows tech. If he understand can read code, that means something to him. Yeah, yeah. So when you've never been pushed back on, when no one is, I mean, you, this man is damn near, well, he is in his fifties and he's never been challenged mm-hmm. in his adult life in the way that you and I have been challenged. Yeah. I fundamentally believe he thought he knew what the fuck he was doing because that's what they do. They're mediocre and unremarkable. Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. Yeah. But you, and so in most of these companies, again, with his private, com- with his, uh, he, this behavior is new. He's doing. He's been doing this shit for forever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the stock, the stockholders don't care. Shareholders don't give a fuck. Um, only thing that's been held, holding them accountable is governmental agencies, and they don't even do a good job yeah. of that shit. Yeah. So of course he thought who was in the in thirty years who has held who has told him no, and and, and he not only no but he had to there were consequences nobody so of course he thought he knew what the fuck he was doing because for him twitter was his lived experience all these bots he's talking about i never had a bot problem Mm -hmm. yeah you would never have the problems that he had (laughs) right now because i'm still on there now i'm getting i never used to get crypto dms yeah yeah he thought, and, and fun, and so this is the schism. Because he only has yes people around him, and because he's been allowed to be an asshole to people, and be the de facto god to these people. I mean, he literally has a cult. Mm-hmm. So come on, Chris, you yeah. don't think that motherfucker thought he didn't know what the hell he was doing? <laughs> and so what's what's so- happening is. First time yeah. he's stumbling and he does yeah. not know how to deal with this shit. Because so, if yeah. this was you and me, hold on, wait a minute. If this was you and I, yeah, and we fucked up when he fu- fired everybody, had to bring people back, right? Yeah, we would have set our ass down and shut the fuck up yeah. for a little bit. Yeah, not him, right? Right, because he's used to bulldozing through. If I if I push hard enough, I get my fucking way, and that's what's happened to him. But this is a website. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. Based on what we know, Tesla should not be 
have these motherfuckers should not be doing no damn um auto control. No, no. So you're telling me the motherfucker yeah. next to me is sleep? <laughs> right. Yeah. But he's been allowed to do that. He's been allowed to endanger people with no consequence. He's been allowed all. So of course he thought he knew what he was fucking doing. Mm -hmm. He's been in. He's had. He's been in all these different tech industries. So of course. They this can't be any different. <laughs> so the 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 two things that kind of make me wonder, right? Is like I never know. A, a persistent question for me is if people believe their own bullshit. And I believe right. he has. I believe um, he's had. He's heard. He's heard it enough. Yeah. And he hasn't heard the narrative that he's not. Uh huh. Prince, look at look at the white dudes we see every day. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know though, he's right? Just, like, I don't. I'm not sure just, that they because it's like so absurd so me, to me. Oh, wait a minute, for me, yeah. for me, I believe he thought he knew. Yeah, he does not know how to ask for help. Yeah, yeah. So he continues. So I don't think he knew that it was gonna go this way. Yeah. Oh hell. So this. So he here's my here's my second thing. Huh? Here's my second thing. I people I can't stand, right? And I think are almost always wrong on things. Like a lot of people out of Stanford, like all these people across the spectrum, they were all saying the same thing. Same thing I'm saying, right? Like the second he bought it, like I could, I would have made you a 10 point list and eight or nine of them would have been exactly what's going on right now. Like it was obvious, right? And like- And that's what, that's what happened though. You have- People who understand the business mm -hmm. saying, hell, I don't even understand. I knew that shit wasn't working with the fuck he was about to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you have people in his ear who also don't understand the business. <laughs> yeah. And his fucking cousin works there. Yeah, his cousin yeah. sending people emails. Wow. His cousin? Yeah, yeah. But it's like, I don't have insider knowledge right like i don't know you know like you know what i know I, enough about whiteness i don't need no insider knowledge <laughs> i'm good i know yeah. exactly what the fuck i mean going i'm on. not joking here's like a, kim like here's a, a mediocre unremarkable yeah. white dude who's never been fucking told no and has the most he was at the time the richest person in the world yeah. why would you listen to us yeah like i i think and i'm gonna be honest i think that's your problem because yeah. You can't fathom it because you can't imagine it. Your I, own imagination is yeah, can't get you. Yeah. I mean, look, <laughs> like, no, I don't think he's like, I never believed he was who he said he was, but I do lack the ability to fathom being this pathetic. Yeah. Right? No, no, no. I like, do. I do. Every day. I work with him every day. <laughs> I, the shit they say to me, I'm like, that's why I call him mediocre and unremarkable. Yeah. I'm like, my dude, like, you are one of the wealthiest people to ever walk the planet. And you are firing people because you're not getting enough likes. But but go like, that's see that, now you're connecting. You are the you were the richest person in the world. Yeah. And you still couldn't find peace. You're still yeah. trolling. Yeah. He could have bought that and kept the staff and did whatever and right. Right. His whole thing was he wanted a platform for himself, but also there's parts of this that you're missing again. Yeah, I'm a yeah, lay it so on me. I look at what Tim is talking about with this um, ethical altruism or whatever the shit is. Oh yeah, uh, effective altruism. Yeah. Yes. Oh, he's a part Ooh. of that group. Yeah. And so when I saw that, when I understood that, I was like, okay, this makes sense because what he's doing, Peter Thiel, all of these people, they fundamentally 
believe that it is th- they are the second coming. Yeah. Um, when you put all of that narrative in, mm-hmm. of course he thought he knew what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. It's just not turning out how he wanted to, but this is no different from Rupert Murdoch. This is no different when you go back to um the um the tw- um the twenty uh, first the twentieth century with um what was his name um um oh the the mogul the media one, Carnegie guy. or uh, no not Carnegie um, no he was a media mogul but um uh, Rupert Murdoch keeps coming in my head but that's not it it's the not oh, Ted yeah, Turner no 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 oh, no you're going way back, back. okay yeah this is back um, in the twenty um yeah. the nineteens and twenties uh what was his name shit. And he had all the tabloids and um, Hearst. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what he's following, they're following a pattern. This is not new. This is why also I study history. This is not new. That's why Bezos has Washington Post. It is a way to craft the narrative for themselves. So he thought this was his playground. Everybody was having the same experience he is because he doesn't think about anything. This is just narcissism. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, you know, in in the uh in the video game world, you know, they say people treat everybody else like an NPC, right? Like non-playable character. And right? that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. And so his whole particularly if you add in that um, what's it called again? Altruism. Effective um, altruism. When you yeah. add that in, when you dig into that shit, yeah. And you look at um, Freed Guy, when you look at all, there, there's all, you cannot tell me that there was not. And then you go back and look at those fucking mediocre, unremarkable ass text messages that they were talking about when he was talking. Yeah. There is a, there is a, I'm, it's not a conspiracy. There is a movement. Mm-hmm. He's a part of, and he is, he, when the Republicans did that tweet, Kanye, Trump, Elon or mm, Musk, yeah. that was what, and, and and Kanye, black ass, thought he was going to do it with his parlor yeah. until he realized, oh shit, my black ass can't say everything everybody else can, and you done lost all your fucking money. Yeah, yeah. Because Kanye was anti-black way before he was anti-Semitic. Mm-hmm. So, what, ha- I, I don't think he intended to he, he, there's nothing about him that says he intended to show his ass like this. Yeah. He thought he was going to come in and be this hero. Yeah. Yeah. Because people come, because he, he was Stark, he was Tony Stark, man. He was Tony Stark. <laughs> and so yeah. even his, 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 now Kira Swish, it took her like weeks for her to realize this motherfucker. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. But because you wouldn't, we couldn't have a conversation about that. Well, she works with that Galloway guy. I mean, if if oh for any God, other yeah. reason, you know, yep. like yep. if for no other reason, I should say she should be completely discounted for working so, with that guy. So that's why I stay on that just to just like when people were like, oh, like last week, oh, he's in my timeline. I ain't see shit because I got his ass. When he came on, I blocked yep. him and muted mm-hmm. his ass. Yep. I was like, mm, I don't see none of that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. um and yet, it's impacting everybody, mm-hmm. whether you're on Twitter or not. Yeah, no, it's, it it messes with my bottom line, you know. I mean, yeah, but like I I don't want to I don't want to participate anymore. I, I get you know, it. I mean, yeah. I don't I don't I can't I don't I can't reach. My engagement has changed mm-hmm. immensely. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and so it is again, it is affecting us financially mm -hmm. <laughs> and reputationally because we yeah. can't get our voices out the way we used yeah. to. And so um, with that, I'm going to come back to this question. Yeah. What problems should the next generation of technologists be working on? Well, you know, that's an interesting question. Um, I'm going to just spitball it because I haven't thought about it that much. Um, and that's what recently. I wanted, off the cuff. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I think that uh, one of the biggest things is kind of figuring out moving away from the notion that, that we're going to tech our way out of the, of our problems. Um, yeah. And um, come up with a better model than like inventing something and then putting it on a community, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, whether that's to address health inequities, um, you know, crime, you know, inequality, like democracy, disease, whatever it is. Um, the, that again, that whole way of doing things is a complete failure. Um, and you know, the other thing is, um, so like, I think working in hand in hand with communities and the most impacted and the most marginalized, right. Rather than putting stuff on them. Um, and the other thing is, I mean, I think we really have to like the way the world like climate wise and, and like you know when we're operating with like multiple pandemics at a time and stuff like that like um i don't see those things it's going to take very drastic actions for those things to be ameliorated right um yeah i'm not optimistic um and so i think that um we got to figure, you know, like, I would love to see people working on those things um, rather than things that are meant to enrich, like, individuals or a small number of people, um, it, which is to not to say that people aren't, right? But, you know, I think there's still a really, going back to that whole funding thing, you know, I talked about, right? Like, the investment is in people getting rich. Right. If they happen to help some people along the way, that's fine. But like, right, that's not like what most um like what a lot of folks and companies are up to. Um, so we gotta change that. Like that's what I would like to see people working on. One of the things that I'm I'm um so one of the things I'm 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 definitely focused on, and this is as my money runs out, I'm just at a point where, you know what, this is my last swan song. I'm going to throw everything at it. And one of the things that I'm working on is we need to stop being consumers and, and become producers. Mm -hmm. And the funding part is a huge reason why we're not producers. Uh, outside of the fact that, um, well, yeah, there are a whole bunch of other things, but the, the, the support and funding that that comes when they look at the black community they it's always about extracting and we end up and i said this at the thing i talked about on wednesday black people end up becoming consumers of our own shit mm -hmm. <laughs> that we created and not profiting from it at all yeah because we're not producers so i intend to build the next generation of producers. 
because the only way you can't legislate, we cannot legislate ourselves out of um, Elon Musk. It's not going to happen. Only way, and we saw, and this is a great example. When Amazon, this is before I knew what a shit show they were, but when Amazon bought Whole Foods, I was happy about that because it's for the first time Walmart had competition mm -hmm. because Walmart is not a retail store. It is a logistics company. And so is Amazon. And so it took the head, you know, it took some equal to come and now, now Walmart is getting some of that back, but it took Amazon to disrupt because Walmart didn't give a shit about um, profitability. That's why I had all them damn Costco's open and shit. They weren't making money. Soon as Amazon bought, they closed. They was looking at the bottom line. The same thing that's happening right now. When the VC money starts um, close, um, sh shutting down, you realize that most of these motherfuckers didn't have a business. What they had was a product or service that was not profitable. Mm -hmm. And so now when the money's not coming in anymore, you got to start scrambling. And that's when you got to, oh, I, I got to fire everybody. No, you just got to put shit in place that you never put in place, yeah. had in place. Yeah. And so for me, and particularly when we talk about generational wealth and fuck a re reparations, because as soon as they give us something, systems, institutions, and policies as design going to extract that shit back to us, from us. And then they're going to say, well, bitches, we gave y'all money. Y'all ain't got no voice no more. Mm. Fuck all that. Fuck a reparations. Yeah. What we need is to be building, people in marginalized and vulnerable communities need to be building, needs to become producers to compete, to provide alternatives to what we have. Because the shit ain't broken, it ain't going nowhere. And yet we can continue to spin our wheels, waste our resources, burn ourselves out, get high blood pressure, all this shit, fighting shit that's never gonna change. Yeah. That is not healthy to me. <laughs> it is literally the 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 the, the definition of insanity. I, it ain't gonna change, but I'm gonna keep bumping my head against. And and I can see if I was bumping my head and it wasn't impacting me, but no, it's impacting me. I'm sick, you know. So that is my goal. I need to make and 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 that this group that was that was my first time with some black and they were millennials getting them to understand that we will never get to generational wealth on an individual community level unless we're producing, period. Yeah. That's why I went into this damn degree program because no one could explain to me how to build a business. Everybody, now I see why, because everybody was bullshitting. Even the mentors I had were all white because I would go to the best people in, in the, you know, I went, I went, so I was going to the best people who are entrepreneurs but a white entrepreneur can't tell me shit because you can't tell me about what you can tell me i can't leverage that shit for myself right right yeah so that's why i wrote the book yeah. it lays it all out it's a blueprint <laughs> and so that is where i'm going because when i leave here i ain't coming back no more i'm done this guy i'm done <laughs> I'm not coming back to this earth plane. I'm done. <laughs> I am giving it all I got. And, and I made a commitment to my ancestors that I was breaking 
the generational ties of harm and tra trauma. I'm what I'm, it's going to end with me. That's how we. It's it's as daunting as it seems. That's why I keep saying these white people don't get it. My why is stronger than theirs. You can spend money all day long, but my why is stronger than yours. And that's what's. Can you imagine a cohort, cohorts of young, dis people with disabilities, people with in the LGBTQ community, black, brown, whatever. All these people from marginalized communities recognizing that shit was never designed for me. Not only was it not designed for me, but it's designed to harm me at the expense of other people. And I no longer choose to participate in that. I'm going to go over here and do something else. Yeah. That's what it is for me. Yeah. So that's why I don't, the musk of the world don't, As long as you're not coming after me, and even if you do, what can you? I'm just little old me, and I will call, I will kick up a stink. I will let everybody know this big motherfucker coming after little old me. Yeah. All I'm doing is trying to make a supremacy free coercion free discrimination free and expectation free world. He's against that. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. How can you? How can you? Because what what is happening is. Their narrative of being for the world is being shown as bullshit. Their world has always, the world they wanted to create has always been them at the top and everybody else in service to them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's, and, and he, what I can tell you is he never expected not only to not to be failing, but to expose his hand the way he is. Mm -hmm. And he can't stop himself. Yeah. He's so addicted to him. He can't, he does not understand. Dude, you need to go sit down somewhere for just take a time out. Cause you're making the situation worse. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it is, it's, it's so interesting to me that his whiteness like led him to believe that even he was immune to like market forces, right? Like that he was gonna like bully other he's companies. Never had to, he's never had to yeah. he's never had to deal with them. He's always manipulated. Yeah, them. he was gonna bully companies that's into it, advertising on his platform for us. But that's the thing. He could because he had regulators, yeah. he had lobbies. What you have now is the fucking public. You can't control us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're not your workers. We are the product. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not used to the product going back on his ass. This, uh, this is a situation he is not used to. Yeah. He doesn't have the, none of them have the coping skills for any shit. And I, I stand by whiteness, invented white supremacy and anti-blackness because it would be extinct. It has no coping mechanism. It has no way. It is, it is absence of survival skills <laughs> except for violence. That's all it knows. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It doesn't know how to negotiate. It doesn't know how to collaborate. It doesn't, there is no community in it. There's no loyalty in it. It is chaos and destruction. And once I got that in my head, then I can stay up different conversations. I can have, I can make sure I was having different conversations. Yeah. Well, thank you for this time. This yeah, yeah, my pleasure. It's always good to talk to you.
Thank you for listening to Conversations with Kim Creighton. Follow me across social media platforms, Kim Creighton, or at Kim Creighton One. Also, sign up for my newsletter, Straight No Chaser, a blueprint for having uncomfortable conversations at work.